Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and remember, if the mountain will not come to Mr. Combo number 5, then Mr. Combo number 5 will simply buy the mountain. <laughs> Squeamy Gee getting you caught up with the meta traffic with the weather light report. I'm bringing you the beat in the street. Then we have the head of the team, CMD Tower himself. Told you to get off my lawn, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. What kind of world do we live in? Well, he had to step away from the news desk due to those people who can't respect that you can't Christmas carol before Thanksgiving. Bastards. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Good Thank you for like tuning in to your number 12 source of Magic the Gathering News. We are excited to one day be nominated for an Emmy Cruel, one could hope. Woo! Yeah. Yep. 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 That's it. This is the good. one. This is the one. Or it would just be nice if you guys voted for us in this magic oh, content yeah, right. creation for best mm-hmm. new content creator. We would love it if you could support that us. That would be amazing. I'm calling yeah. that an Emmy Cruel. I'm taking it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start off the top of the cast like we always do with the latest in Carnage that ensued with games on Sunday with Live in the Dash. To start this off, we <laughs> do. I'm this not even talking about He's a dirty, rotten cheat, and if you yeah. ever play against him, always kill him first. Uh. This sucker in his Reese deck thought it'd be cute to play primetime primeval titan, what? which is extremely <laughs> banned. Snuck that motherfucker so, in there. Were you, were, you, were you like, were you like, that's why this costs no money anymore? No, no, like, I had it. Just sitting around in my cards upstairs, and I was one night. Was did you kind of, not know it was? No, I didn't okay. know it was bad. Like I was half drunk, and I was putting my deck together, and I looked right. at that card, and I was like, "Man, this is badass!" Oh, yeah. I had yeah. this in my deck. So, so let, let, let's talk about how the chain of events happened. Okay, so he plays it, but and of course, like the way our EDH Sundays usually work is, you know, there's drinks flowing, there's laughter, there's music, like a couple you're, you're games. Like, there's a lot going. Like the, time, like the time Rafi snuck in biorhythm, we're Jesus. like, "Well, that's also illegal." So, good yeah. try. like, like seventy percent of your thought is on the game yeah right the you're also like, it's Sunday, you're yeah. like i know it's like sometimes like if it's a slower game i'm like shit what do i have to do for work tomorrow yeah. like you know like you're kind of spacing out a little and, bit. and so he's in the pod with me and mm-hmm. our friend davis mm-hmm. will is in another game next to him though leans over and says hey buddy you know that's illegal Squeeze said he didn't know. Wait, but for, wait, he played it, and then you got you guys didn't say anything. Didn't even notice. No, what? no, nobody in our it game like, noticed. Pre- like it was just it was like, will. Uh, I guess my people tighten, and you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah everybody was like, why well, I need to start coming again because I would have been like, what? <laughs> oh, we actually so, talked about that. If you were there, you would have flipped shit. Yeah. So I said, we'll read what the card is because I've never seen the card uh-huh. because it's been illegal as far as I know in EDH for the longest but time. But it's it's like Not a. Anymore. It's a modern, like, there's an architect sure. built around it, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, he, Squee McGee was like, oh, enter the battlefield, get two lands that you want to. And I was like, you know what, that's fine, I'll allow it. Because he did offer to take it out and put something else in. And I was like, I no, did, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, I was like, I, sure. I didn't hear the second part. <laughs> then he swings, and he's like, I'm going to go get two more lands. And uh-huh. it's like, what? And he's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the other part of what the card does. Yeah, so uh, stupid. Yeah, needless to say, Feather could not handle this onslaught. It was just, and then anything that I did to remove it, Lazav would become a copy of oh. it, which I did <laughs> Wait, do. Wait, prime time? Yeah. So uh, I was playing against two illegal decks, basically, with two prime times, and uh, I, I lost real hard. But like, so what's funny about that is we've talked over and over and over again about how the Titan cycles all fucked up, right? This is this is supposed Arguably, to be a, this is supposed to be on the same power level as Inferno Titan. Nope. Which is stupid. <laughs> um and the funny thing too is that there's another card, there's another cycle, the primordial cycle, which like Diluvian Primordial is really good. 
Sepulchral Primordial is really good. So that's when they enter the battlefield. It's for each of your opponents you get something from them, right? Yeah. So the other one that's banned from that is Sylvian Primordial. So check this out. Five colorless green green for a 6-8 reach. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. When it enters the battlefield, for each opponent, destroy target non-creature permanent that player controls. Gross. For each permanent destroyed this way, search your library for a forest card and put that out on the battlefield tapped. I'll take it. Put it in kinda there. Kind of good. It's kind of yeah, good. It's stupid. It's but it's just funny how there's like, in both these cycles, the green ones are the ones that are banned. So yeah, I love yeah. it. That's hysterical. Just playing illegal decks. Hey. <laughs> wow. I'm really proud of you. But you know what? At least we found out about it before tonight. Because that's what that's the comment that I had made. It's like, could you imagine the S show that would have happened it would if be Squee McGee would have done that to Big Tuck? Fucking but, 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 chaos. But this would have been like game six oh or my, seven oh when you're like man. in the blackout stage. I would have had to take a walk. I would have had to take a breath. I'm not gonna, we're not going to get into it. But last year when we did this, somebody maybe said some things that weren't cool to say out loud and had to go out in the backyard and think about his life. So it was uh, it was a rough night for all of us. Well, Squee McGee, do you have anything you would like to say? Yeah, do you, no, have anything, no. do you have anything to say for yourself? I will sit here in silence and shame. Wow. That's going to wrap up for 40 Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? Today, in the week of Thanksgiving, we thought, you know what, let's be touchy-feely. Let's talk about things that we're thankful for. You know, it sounds super corny, that's usually not how we flow, but MTG is honestly a huge part of each of our lives, and it really does affect us sometimes even on a daily basis. So, we're going to chat about a few different things and just kind of talk about why why we're happy they're around, why we're thankful. So, we're going to start off with a card that we're thankful for, an interaction just that happens on the table that we're thankful for, a mechanic a deck, and then just overall something magic related. Um, both of my co-hosts seemed a little confused when I sent the stuff over. So I'm going to start these off uh, because <laughs> Big Tuck specifically before we started recording was like, what do you mean by interaction? What? So, so, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave these off. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, kind of spoon feed it in. Here comes the airplane. We're going to start with a card. I'm extremely thankful for Smothering Tithe. Okay. This card just came out in 2019, and honestly, I believe this was a great way for Watsy to say, sorry, white is kind of sucked. Yeah. Here's something to make it better. Um, it really does make any deck with Spoiler white and alert. no green better from any type of mana perspective. Uh, plus, being an enchantment, it's super hard to get rid of, and the pay two clause is a lot steeper than Ristic's one. So I, 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 it's a staple card, but it did just come out this year, and think about it, you a Boros deck was terrible, but it then, still is just slightly less, but terrible. slightly less terrible now that you have Smothering Tithe. So that's the card that I'm thankful for. It's nice, yeah. Thank it's you. Nice. I mean, that's a good pick. So the card I'm thankful for is very basic, but man, Race the Redeemed. No, no, it is one CMC though. It's Llanowar Elves. Uh-oh. Oh, sure. This motherfucker has gotten me out of so many mana jams <laughs> over the last 15 years. I don't even know how to thank him enough. <laughs> I have, it's like the only foil card that I have in my restack. <laughs> I bothered to get it. Lanor Elves is dope. Yeah. Don't let I mean, anybody well, else tell you different. He's so dope. They make Mystic Elf. They make Findhorn sure, Elf. Sure, yeah. It's all the same fucker. But not the OG. Yeah, you, OG Lanor Elves. You, you know what's funny? Guess how many decks Lanor Elves is in that can handle having a Lanor Elves that has green? An EDH rack? Yeah. So, yeah, it's in 25% of decks. Guess how many decks that is? Five five thousand. Twenty-six thousand decks. Oh my god. So it, it can be in 
uh, an eligible 105,000 decks. It's in 26. Wait, so all the decks. decks on EDH Rec, it's in a quarter of them. Yep. Correct. <laughs> That's the highest number. 25,000? That's how we do. Sorry. Little War Elves. The best magic card ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. And you know what's funny? Oh, it's incredible. (laughs) Uh, Little War Elves is in 96% of the Azuri Renegade Leader decks. Shocker. 95% of the Yisan decks. 95% of the Setin decks. Uh Oh, my God. So, Vala, it's probably 90. All all the top commanders, it's like 96, 95, 95. (laughs) There was a point in time where I took them out of Reese. You fool. Thinking I could do something else, and and then I woke worst. up and he was net yeah, on my yeah. pillow. It was the he worst was just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Tuck, what's a card that you're thankful for? Um, well, this card and I have gone have gone back for a really long time, and uh, it's something that I've always really enjoyed. Um, I think this is one of your favorite cards too, Mister Combo. Uh, it's a legendary land called Gemstone Caverns, Jesus and it's a good. I'm joking. Christ. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, what's funny though, is I was almost traded. Duff had a couple of them and I was like, no, no. Um, so I thought about this a lot and, um, I was going to say Ornithopter cause I played that so long and it's one of my favorites, <laughs> but realistically I looked up before this and outside of soul ring, the card that I think I run the most decks, uh, is also one of Mr. This is a favorite of all of ours. Triumph of the Hordes. Yeah, oh, like yeah, just yeah. gotta give it up for it. Let's right. Like it again. it's just like, it's. Three mana potentially in the game. Four mana. Four mana. But but still, it doesn't matter. Like I think, and again, we've talked before. I don't like infinite combos, but I do agree that there are times where games just go long, and you're just like, yep. I can't attack because he's got all this shit, and he's got propaganda and ghostly prison. Yep. So I'm just gonna sit here and wait until something happens. And like this is one of those cards where it's like this insurrect. This is kind of like the green. Like we've talked about how there's those big ones, right? Like rift insurrection. Um, Lil, the Liliana, the oh, Rise of the, the Dread Horde. Rise of the Dark Realms, Dark uh-huh. right? Um, White doesn't really have one, but <laughs> here we are. Um, but like this is kind of like, smothering tithe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm um, gonna talk about something later. This is we'll this is this is like Green's version of that, right? Like yeah. this is like Green's like that's this game's going too long. Let's just try to end it, and move on to the next one. So I gotta I gotta give some love to, to Triumph for the Horde because clearly won many a game. It clearly Triumph clearly doesn't get enough talking about on this here podcast. No, we've only talked about it what five times mm-hmm. now. No, no, that's us. That's us all. Yeah. I'm very thankful for just infect in general. Yes. Uh, so now we're gonna move on to interactions, guys. Mine is weird because it's technically a mechanic, but it's the interaction that it really helps. Magic sometimes can get very complicated mm-hmm. with the stack. Uh, to where I mean, I've even heard behind the scenes on game nights they have like a level two judge that. Yeah, the episode's 45 minutes, but they end up spending like 30 minutes just trying to figure out but, the stack yeah, with right, these complicated yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very thankful for split second. Mm-hmm. Split second basically means when that spell goes on the stack, everything stops. Nothing else can happen until it resolves. Fuck the stack. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, it, you know, I like it because it's like, hey, everyone stop, take a breath, yep. let's look and see what kind of happens. And then let stuff start to resolve. Right, yeah. Um, and usually the split second cards will kind of fizzle kind of out. Gu- some yeah, it kind of guides underneath. the rest of the stuff that's going so, on. Right? Yeah, that, sure. That's cool. Yeah. I like that mechanic a lot because it, yeah, this, the arguments about the stack. Right. I, don't, I recall multiple times where people mm-hmm. have just left the house. And just well, yeah. Because <laughs> the, the biggest issue, though, with the stack is that when you're playing in person, no one ever does pass priority. You only get that when you play online. Right, yeah. So it's just like people start playing out of order and you don't know who's supposed to be able to do what and when and split seconds just like, hey, this is here. Everyone, yep. shut the F Stop. up. Yeah, let's, Stop. Move, let's move on. Uh, let's let's get up, do a jumping jack or two yeah. and then sit back down and see what happens. So, Squee McGee, what's an interaction that you're uh, thankful for? Oh, you already know what it is. 
Just take a guess. What? Sitting tight. Sitting sit, sit, tight. Sit tight. <laughs> sitting tight. Jesus. Oh, I love it. So you can just sit there, let everybody deal damage to themselves, hang out. <laughs> Maybe you don't make all those tokens that turn. Maybe you wait two or three turns. You could have made 15 tokens two turns ago, but sure. it wasn't prudent. So you needed to wait a little bit. Let everybody on the board deal with themselves, make some friends, chat with people a little bit. <laughs> I look can over see there that Mr. Combo looks so upset. This is literally why <laughs> one of the your, rules this, this for our annual CMD <laughs> Tower Tournament, you can only play a commander once. once. So he can only play Reese the Redeemed <laughs> once. You don't think I can sit tight in another deck? Kakusha's sitting tight, isn't that? Kakusha's sitting tight, tight for a long tight, yeah. time. At yeah, least but, seven turns. but you have even said how Kakoshu, you, you do these sack. It's not like, oh, well, I could sack Kakoshu and bring it back, but I'm not but going, I'm going to. to. You're yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. it. You're going to progress the game. And I will Reese say, will Kikoshi, sit there for an hour and a half and not progress anything right. other than making some tokens. Sure, correct. Yep. Jesus. Well, I guess that's fair, too, because Kakoshu, even when he's not on the board, still scares the shit out of people. Right, yeah. They don't know what to do with it, and they just sit there, and everybody tries to kill me, so... You know, it does what it's supposed to, but <laughs> anyways, uh, right. we'll be passing that sit and tight box around this evening. I'm yeah. excited. Well, uh, Big Tuck, what are you uh, thankful for interaction? So with? I think for me, it's I the card that like kind of came to mind of this. It's it's any card that like involves decisions from other players, right? Ooh. So things where like um, like the conspiracy block has yeah. a lot of these tempting or offers, the, right? Yeah, like tempting, mm. like the tempting thing. Um, the the journeys no not those but like just ones where it's like it makes the game feel more like dynamic like i hate playing like i don't even really like playing three players that much like i really prefer playing like four or more um and i think that's like part of it right like there's yeah. a these cards were like it, it they're only in they're only multiplayer focused cards they kind of involve everyone else and everyone can Everyone can kind of decide what order the game goes in. And it's a little different than like politics because a lot of politics is just like shallow stuff of like, I'm going to hold you hostage until I crack this Nev's disc, right? Sure. But this one, it's like, well, you can hold yourself hostage or you can just eat the bullet now and like talking amongst ourselves. I don't know. I just like, I really like that. And I think that's something that really separates EDH from all the other formats. Sure. Oh, for because sure. Because there yeah. is no politics in 1v1. Yeah, right. Why yeah, would you ever be easy. like, hey, don't attack me and I won't yeah, swing right, yeah, at exactly. you? Yeah, exactly. I won't try. I won't bolt the bird you if, you, if you don't attack me with that glistener off on turn for, two. For, Forrest, if you're listening to this, please try to politic at Magic Fest yes. KC. Oh, God, that would be hilarious because you know how confused that player yes. would be. So, all right. Well, the next one's going to be a mechanic. It's actually a mechanic I don't play anymore because I dismantled the deck, but I, I love this mechanic and I'm glad that Wizards created it. Cascade. So oh cascade, yeah guys when you cast the spell you flip cards off the top of your library to get a non-land card with cmc less than the spell that's on uh -huh. the stack and you get to play it for free the reason i like this mechanic is even the most pro player most of the time sans top deck manipulation doesn't know what's going to yeah. happen <laughs> so many things in magic can just come down to I'm just so much better than you. I've meta thought all of this right. stuff. I'm I'm digging into the tank and you know I'm just gonna boom 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 and I'm gonna take a 20 minute turn and I'm gonna win. Right. Cascade a lot of the times is I'm gonna cast something. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get that counter spell that's like, oh, I guess I put yeah, it on like, the right, bottom. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> uh, or, you know, you get that board wipe. And it's like, I don't want a board wipe. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, there's so many things that cannot go your way with Cascade. But then the other side of the coin is you can hit the best, yeah, most and, situational and get every, thing. You get everything that you want. Like, yeah. Yes. So 
Cascade is one that I hope and wish that they'll create more. I doubt it, mm-hmm. uh, but that's something I'm extremely thankful for because it makes the game fun. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a good one. I like that. It's a little yeah. random and it's yeah. actually not very Mr. Combo esque. I know, oh, right? Like not having you, you don't know what you're hard control of the game. Are you gonna top deck something and the, hope for the best? What the hell is going on? <laughs> when I had a Paradox Engine, it was great. <laughs> I bet it was. Bomb, right. bomb time. Squeeze McKee, what do you got? So my mechanic is a flashback from years past when uh, I first built Reese and we had a smaller play group. I is got it, hated is it, on is for it, months. Is it flashback? It's not flashback. <laughs> <laughs> so I got hated on. I think I won like the first three weeks worth of games. Wow. Like all of okay. them for a while. Because like, he doesn't do anything. He just sits tight and makes tokens. And then wins the game. So wait, what's the mechanic? It's hexproof. Oh. <laughs> Save my fucking soul, please. I need help. No, yeah. Hexproof <laughs> saved me so many times. I like hexproof because it, it takes what people think is going to be a great card right. in a game and makes it absolutely useless. So kind of like you were saying, oh, I've thought the meta. I have this. I have mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I have this removal. I have that. Right. I have hexproof. You can keep it. Play it on somebody yeah. else if you want. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But yeah, Hexproof is very sentimental to my heart. I had to play a lot of Hexproof as a player and then put it on certain pieces of my board to get people from stop blowing me up. Yeah. Because it really, it did turn into like three on one for a while. It was kind of scary. Whose fault is that? Your fault. (laughs) You're the better deck. I had fun ones. (laughs) What? I just had, it was my Karametra deck when I first built it. And Karametra, like, even now, it has a hard time dealing with a thousand tokens. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. issue is, is then our other uh, friend that used to play in the play group would play Marin, and you know what he would do? Uh, board wipe? Some, no, he would just sack something, sit tight, get it back from the graveyard next oh, turn. He had this horrible Spore Frog loop. That oh, I yeah. Spore Frog's so good. It just brings Spore Frog out, yep. sack it, put it back, sack it. Oh, yeah. It back. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, Big Tuck, what's a mechanic that you're thinking? So for? I think the one that I, the one I like the most and I, I have the most fun with and I like to include as much as I can is Monarch. Oh, yeah. I love the nice. idea of a Monarch. Cool. Like, That's I think cool. it's really fun. Um, we don't play a lot of variants, but I used to play, I used to play a variant where there's like a king. Uh, a knight and the knight protects the king. I think it's called usurper yeah. or like and then there's like an assassin. Yeah, or, right. Yeah. So if we want to play that, I actually have printed cards that we can all do. You so. know, side tangent. You know, someone's made a variant of that variant to where it's DC based and Marvel based, where oh, someone's like Thanos. Oh, or, oh really? Or, or, or Dark Side <laughs> and Batman. Nice. And, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so um, one thing I liked about that as soon as the mechanic got, we I used to play that a lot, like at, at my job Optivert in Chi Town. And because um, we'd have like odd numbers come out and like we just get sick of playing like it kind of helps sure. game moves along, too. Um, but once we, the mechanic of the monarch came out, the king would always start as a monarch. Oh, that's like, awesome. there's sometimes where like the jack who or the knight wanted to defend the king. You'd like be like, look, you just like I know this doesn't make any sense and you have to trust me. I'm coming in for four because I need to draw a card and figure out some way out of this mess. Right. So I just like the idea of monarch like. It, it kind of helps the game speed along. It kind of makes it more, it makes it even more. I play a lot of like tabletop board games. And again, I like magic specifically because it's not like that. Sure. Right. But I think that's like one of those things where it makes it feel more like that. It's a little more dynamic. It kind of, it kind of makes it like, well, I wouldn't really attack him, but I'm going to, cause I want to draw a card. Right. And yeah. then like that spawns, you know, rivalries and all that other sure. stuff. So I just really like the Monarch mechanic a lot. No, no. Like, I, I think it's really fun. I think, I think it is super cool. I, you know, I, I hope they print more of that. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably reserved for conspiracy only, yeah. but you know, yeah. it cause it's like it. the same thing with like those, like the will of the councils is this, uh, like we talked about previously is also conspiracy. Yeah. And I just happen to draft those piles of them. So anyway, it's, it's just a fun, 
it's just a really fun mechanic, and, and like I said, I think it kind of brings a new spin to the games. Cool. Well, the next one's going to be uh, a deck that we're thankful for. So, obviously, me and Big Tux completed it and now doing his second loop around. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still on my path to 32. Got, like, five decks left, I think. Um, but there are certain colors when I decided that I was going to do this that I just don't get excited about. Sure. Boros was one of them until mm. Feather came out. It was just Boros was like, cool, I yeah, hate it's, you. They're, it's terrible. stupid. Um, and blue, I kind of felt like was one of those colors mm. to where it's like, oh, I either do artifacts or I do gross combo. Or Sphinxes. <laughs> was that was that a cat? It's oh, like a. I wish you all out there could see what he just did. Uh, uh, we'll be seeing that this very evening. So I actually ended up finding one though that I fell in love with, Empress Galena. Yeah. I don't play it a ton because people don't like playing me when I play it because uh, I got like every counter spell in the world yeah, in there. It's... But it, Empress Galena is basically a commander. It's mono blue for two blue tapper. You could take a legendary permanent. You gain control of it permanently. I really, really enjoy this card because, you know, it's different. It's mm -hmm. not something... Uh, Empress Galena, uh, well, when Paradox Engine was around, I could do a non-bow and just take legendary yeah, yeah, right. stuff, but I couldn't just win out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sure, I do have, like, a Blue Sun Zenith lab man because that's kind of the only way you win the game. Yeah. Um, but it's just a fun, let's take stuff. It sounded super delicious, and I said mm, delicious. 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 Yeah, the week of Thanksgiving, it's delicious. Succulent. <laughs> and then when I started doing research for it, there was so much support in blue for just taking mm -hmm. other people's yeah, yeah. stuff that I had no idea about, like the Veldeck oh, yeah. and Shackles. All I remember right when I place. built it and you're like, oh, did you put this, this in there? And I'm like, actually, actually I, I did. did. Yeah. Didn't know Cru about it. But <laughs> Corrupted Consciousness is yeah. a slam dunk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the things It is a cool blue deck. It's yeah. fun to play. Sure. And kind of like we'll hear in a couple weeks with Sheldon Minery's Jeskai deck, the deck doesn't really function without opponents. So I just sure, kind of, yeah. if you're playing very boring stuff, well, my deck's probably going to be really boring, boring too, as yeah. well. So um, it, it was definitely uh, one that when I came up on the path to 32, I do not dread playing that in the rotation, mm. opposed to others that I am dreading. Looking at you, Geese and Girl, mm. you piece of trash, garbage. <laughs> you piece of shit. You son of a, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, Sweet McGee, I can already guess which one yours. It's effing Reese, right? No, I'm going to surprise you a little <gasps> bit. It's not even an EDH deck. Oh, oh wait, is it, is it your Elvis no. Piper deck from no. a million years ago? No, it's ago? not that either. So I am thankful for for a, an odd reason. Morphling. My old Morphling deck. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I knew it. So this was back in, what, I don't know, 99, 2000, turn of the century, whatever it might have been. And Big it was... Big style. Yeah, yeah, it was stand or I guess whatever. The, what was the format back then? What was it called? Type, type two, type, type two, two? Yeah, yeah, type two whatever. or type one. Which type one was like pseudo legacy, and type yeah. two was more like modern. It was type two standard. So the first tournament I ever played ever at Collector's Cash, and this was when Collector's Cash was smaller than this basement. Yeah, the one. Oh, the one on when it was on Null. It had yeah. like one table and one wow. counter. They also had a signed Carrie Fisher. Uh, Princess Leia slave poster. Oh, yeah. so slight side tangent. The guy Very that I played against that. also was playing a Morphling deck, and yeah. it had the entire Power Nine in it. I the, mean, the entire. They called power it uh, nine. Fruit Loops. Was yep. the was the name of the deck back then? And this is gonna murder everybody. It was unsleeved. Oh, he suffered it like a deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Every but shuffle question. was like $50 yeah. worth of value out of the But card. question, Squee, did you even have your deck shuffled? 
Or uh, sorry, not sleeved. Sleeved? No, not at the time. Yeah, and you yeah, probably yeah, had, I had force four force of wills. Yeah. You know, I was running all the morphlings, which at the time were twenty or twenty five yeah, yeah, bucks, yeah. and every other blue masterpiece or beautiful card that I could put in there. Yep. So, uh, but I like that God, deck so much because it, power yeah. it taught me what I hate about Magic more than it taught me what I love about Magic. That can, that control sucks. <laughs> yeah, control sucks. If the game's not fun and nobody's having yeah. fun, what the hell are we doing here? I remember so many games where I'd play and you're gonna counter my counter. I'm gonna counter right, your yeah, counter yeah, yeah, to yeah. get my counter out of there. And then you're going to counter this counter, right. and I'm going to force the will your counter. And uh, so he's talking about CEDH then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then you take, I don't know, 20 minutes a turn to get all this crap done out. Right. And like we were talking about, you get stuck on the stack. Nobody yep. knows what's going on. Judge! Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, please, and Collector's uh, Cash had zero, zero judges. judges. We're talking to you, Collector's Cash. Yeah, you saw Collector's Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm thankful for that because yeah. it, it taught me what I enjoy about Magic mm-hmm. and how I want to build decks going forward. I hate right. the combos. I hate... Just drawing shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting tight. But. Yeah, I was about to say, that is literally what you are is draw shit out. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't draw it out. I wait for everybody else to do their shit and then I kill everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. You draw it out because you don't do anything for 12 turns. You're going to hear this forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And well, you're going to see it forever. What deck are you So, for? uh... I started, I played Magic when I was younger. I don't really remember a deck there. I think I played like Mono Red Burn for a while just because it was cheap. Um, and uh, There's some nasty old Gobbo decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, when I moved to China, I started playing again. But um, at the same time, friend of the show, Scooty Shuffle, started playing EDH. And he brought it out to me and I was like, this is stupid. Like, there's so many cards. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to play this, right? It's like, I want to play something that's more streamlined. I feel like I had that exact same reaction when you told me to yeah. play it. Oh, I was I'm like, sure. what do you mean? 99 different cards? Yeah, it's stupid, this is right? Stupid. This is insanity. Hey, you got 99 problems and a dick, and the dick is, is one. one. So, but then I came back and uh, Scott and his wife, Melissa, uh, love you both, guys, if you're listening. Uh, they, I call them like mom and dad because they like took care of me when I was in Chicago by myself because <laughs> they're both like actual adults as opposed to fake adults like me. The first night I came back, <laughs> Scott gave me two gifts. He gave me one that was a scroll that had me be one of his uh, groomsmen at his wedding, oh, which awesome. was great. And then the second one, he gave me fucking prosh out of the box. Mm. And I mean, we've mm. talked about it. It was the second deck we talked about on here. Or first was it the deck. first deck? Yeah, yeah. so... I've had that deck now for seven years, I think. Yeah. And it's like every time I play it, it's just like I have so many memories tied to it of like when I played it out of the box. And then like the first time I got like Perforos and was like, yeah. oh, I actually spent money on this. And, you know, when I cracked a Verdant Canachromes and Modern's Masters, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. So like it's just been like it's just been fun to see that deck, which just came like out of the box, just being here you go, sure. even back when they were more powerful. And obviously, Prosh is a super powerful commander, which I, it was just funny because I don't really like playing them because it's like too good, and I like feel bad I'm about sure it. We'll see it tonight, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably, 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 probably we'll make an appearance tonight. Could but be great. It's just like it's just been like a really. It's every time I play it, I just like can think instinctively of like when I played this in Colorado, when I played this in Chicago, you know, when I played this wherever I was, like here, when I'd come back. I remember the first Thanksgiving thing that we did. And yep. Like I had four decks, and that was one of them, right? Yep. And like Davis played it. So and I even remember when you came in with your four decks. We were like, "Whoa, you have four yeah, decks, right. guys! If you need to borrow a deck, hit yeah, up, hit up yeah, big like, yeah, now tonight I'm bringing over forty-two. So I'm gonna add oh in with God. my twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Yeah. I'm gonna join in with three. So anyway, um, but yeah. So like I said, like it's not to get too po- waxy and poetic here, but it's just like that deck. I know it's like kind of 
it's a it's a staple in the EDH community, but for me, it just like represents like how the format was presented to me and how and how I kind of cut my teeth on it. Yeah, no, that's great, man. That's a look at you yeah. being sentimental. Ah. It's rare. Uh, so the last one, guys, that we want to talk about is just overall what, what are we thankful for when it comes to Magic? And honestly, for me, it's the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, this game mm-hmm. truly does give all of us, regardless of how busy we are with family or work lives, become a chance weekly to kind of come together yeah. and play. Um, yes, it does get extremely competitive, and people rage quit and then just bail out and leave. Uh, looking at you, Will, I think it was like the second time I played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one, Will. Uh, and, 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 and Denny, I know you're not listening to this, but you do. Yeah, also uh, been victim of this. Also, big tuck, but you don't leave. You just get drunk and then go outside. Yeah, so take, yeah. I got to take, take, cool yeah. uh, take your pants off, yeah, come exactly. back in, you figure it out. Uh, but you know what? Everyone's usually back the next week. Yep. There's usually no hard feelings are kept yep. other than us subtly, subtly uh, kind of making remarks about how that move or betrayal they felt months on end. Betrayal! Talking about Nathan still holding all that bitterness from uh, Will's Blue Elemental Blast. That was like s- six months ago. No, it wasn't. It was like two months ago. Still. Three months ago. Oof. Still comes up. And I think there was a time that Dan... N- uh, like went back on a, a promise and went ahead and killed someone. Oh yeah, might have also been Nathan. Yeah. I think Nathan's usually on the end of a lot of on a lot of the. Uh, I, I, still, I have one of those with you, yeah. Mr. Combo. Uh, mine wasn't even bad. I had to leave for dinner, so I went ahead and we destroyed have... his board state, and then I conceded. Well, yeah, you, you just got, didn't that's, want me to that's, win. That's your move. He is you me. Fight, if you're like, as soon as I'm ready to about to lose, because we're ganging up on you, no, you're no, like, no, oh, I'm no, going to no, Armageddon, no, and then I'm no, just going to lose. No, I actually had to leave. I'm fine with that. I get no Armageddon. He killed me specifically. And, and then he scooped. <laughs> that is that is kind of a dick move. But, <laughs> but we yeah, do? you know what? But here we, all, we are. We all know it's a game. And yeah. sometimes we see people who are the best of friends drift apart due to personal work situations. But magic's always kind of been sure. a way to kind of bring everyone back. And I mm-hmm. guess I shouldn't say magic. I mean, I guess it could, but it's really EDH. Yeah. I feel like modern and standard, you don't want to be friends with anyone. No, no. So, no. no. Uh, and I guess draft is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm sure. overall very, very thankful for. No, that's so. a good one. Okay. Yep. So I have a question first. For you two, if you had to guess, how many different individual magic cards do you think are out there in the ethos? 25,000. Nah, there has to be more. Um, I would say... Not reprints, just individual. Oh, okay. Uh, then I get, I, I'd say 40 to 45,000, somewhere in there. Wow, you guys are way high. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so as of September, there's... 18,000 Oh, that's right. That's under 20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. But that's what I'm thankful for. This game has been around for, what, I don't know, 25 years, 26 Mm -hmm. years now? It's going on 30. Yeah. Yeah. Getting close to 30. Yeah. Yeah. But they have been so dedicated to, one, the rules, which I appreciate. Yeah. The text is always very cut and dry. You can always figure it out by reading the cards, looking Uh, up the mechanics, for the most part. Let's 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 move on from that. Wait, has this been errated? I don't know. Oh, God. (laughs) But I, I do enjoy that they have consistently been coming out with new cards. They obviously do a couple reprints here and there. Sure, yeah. But... They have a very dedicated mindset to say, hey, we're going to try and build new mechanics, new cards, new ways right. to make the game fun, new ways to keep it changing. Because if you remember, like we were talking, a Morphling deck, that was all everybody played in 1999. Mm-hmm. And look at us here. Yeah. Morphling's not even Morphling playable. Morphling sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Morphling's <laughs> worth next to nothing. It's not even a changeling, which is funny worth, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah. None of them are. <laughs> but they've built in new formats. They've started putting yep. in Commander Fest. They've invested a lot into these cards. I'm really thankful for that because like you said, I like the camaraderie of it and this mm-hmm. keeps that going. It makes it not get stale sure. every week. Everybody can come with a new deck. I think it's super cool. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, mine's has been the fact that it's like a common denominator, right? So like when I moved back to, when I moved back to Chicago from China, I met people how to do, I met people playing EDH there. And like, that's how I met, um, a lot of people from my work that are some of my best friends now, like Zhao and Tice listening here. Take a drink. Um, yep, exactly. <clears throat> I never would have met them. I never would have met either of them if they, if I hadn't played this game and got yeah. them back into it. Um, and then also when I moved to Fort Collins and I didn't know anyone there, I also found like a very close group of friends, um, there that we, played with every week and it was just like a nice thing you know to it's like a nice consistent so as someone who's like me who's a bit of a vagrant who's kind of out in the wind all the time uh, it's just really nice that there's a format that i like of this game that's played around the globe and no matter where you end up there will be somewhere someplace where you can go play this stuff um i just it's just been really helpful for me in in my travels and all that awesome yeah, yeah. i love it well that's gonna wrap up what's the plane chase now in the last segment squeed dives into those creative juices with the weather Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee. Today I wanted to try something a little bit different. <gasps> so, it's not about the commander today. There is a commander, but it's more about awareness for a certain color of cards that has been hated on for some time now. <laughs> okay. You may be able to guess what <laughs> some, that color some is. Some time now, huh? <laughs> so the We're looking at you, Josh! The yeah. commander we that prepared I'm this about. just for you! <laughs> so the commander that I'm talking about is a Tog a Tog. It's a Tog Tribal. A Tog it's all Atogs. There's about 16 or 17 Atogs. Yeah. The idea here, so all the Atogs are tiny. They're all one twos, right. two twos, something along that line. Atog, Atog, you sacrifice a Atog, he gets plus X plus X equal to the power of that Atog until end of turn. So the idea here is you get a bunch of Atogs, you get right. a bunch of shapeshifters, changelings, everything yeah. on the board state, have them available to sacrifice <laughs> out, then you bring them back. He's a five-color commander. I'm only talking about one color of cards here today because I don't think anybody is aware that white has a lot of graveyard recursion. What? Oh, yeah. It's coming. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can think of a All couple right. off the top of head. Yeah. So. so the first card I want to talk about is Brought Back. It's an instant for two white. It reads, choose up to two target permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Return them to the battlefield tapped. This is a new oh, one. Yeah. yeah, this one is really good. It's like um, Faith or uh, Faith of the Devoted or something, uh -huh. like mm -hmm. a baby one of those. Yeah, so obviously you can have all your black cards in there to bring stuff back from sure. the graveyard. It's a five-color deck, so you can mess around and do whatever you'd like with that mm -hmm. and put all the colors in there. But I want to focus on white here today because I think there's a lot of cool cards that are dirt cheap, are really effective, and you can use it really well in this Atog deck to bring oh, yeah. things back, build up your Voltron Commander with... Uh, equipment, whatever the case may be. Oh, God, we're hitting on White and Voltron, <laughs> yeah. two things that Josh really hates, well, but he couldn't make it. But I, hey, enjoy I, Europe. I so. had prepared this for Josh. Josh who? Lee Kwai? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I prepared it for yeah, Josh. Yeah, this, this was the episode we were supposed to do with him, but then he uh, had to go to Europe. Yeah. Oh, He's enjoying his vacation, so Josh, I'm just going to have to tell it to you some other time. And also, Jimmy, I'm still coming for you. <laughs> of course. I don't think course. he's ever coming for you. <laughs> so the next card I want to talk about is Revelark. Oh, hey, yeah. 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 Standard. It's a 4-3 elemental for four colorless and a white. It reads flying. When Revelark leaves the battlefield, return up to two target creature cards with power two or less to your graveyard or from your graveyard to the battlefield. Yep. And then it has yep. an evoke for five and a white, which if you're not aware at playing the home game, that allows you to bring right. him onto the battlefield and sacrifice him immediately that turn for the evoke cost. What's so, the angel that goes with this one, Mr. Combo? Uh, Karmic Guide. Karmic Guide. That's right. Mm -hmm. But this card's great. It works really well. Most of the Atogs are going to be a power two or less. Mm -hmm. You can bounce them back repeatedly, keep beefing up your commander, keep dumbing sure. people to the head, and it's still on theme of only white graveyard recursion here Love today. it. Good pick, as always. <laughs> everyone likes everyone likes a little Revel Arc in their life now and then, so I'm on board. Yeah, and all of these cards, I believe the most expensive one was about $1.50, maybe, mm. of what oh, we're nice. talking about here today. So 
the third card is Marshall's Anthem. It's an enchantment for two oh. colorless and two white. It reads, multi-kicker, one colorless and a white. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. When Marshall's Anthem enters the battlefield, return up to X target creature cards from the graveyard. Oh, wow. This is, a weir- this is a weird one. The number yeah. of times Marshall's Anthem was kicked. So, you can kick him. Obviously, you can build ramp into this right. deck. It's five colors. Put green, put whatever you need in there to get your color mana base. And then you can kick this and bring, mm-hmm. theoretically, almost every Atog that you've sacrificed back to the battlefield. Right, yeah. And they also get one or plus one, plus one, which feeds into your Voltron, feeds into helping your creatures get a little bit bigger. Hmm. So when you do sacrifice them, that beefs up a tog more. Look at that. A tog, a tog, nice. Voltron. Yeah, I like it's it. Uh, it's, it's sweet. That's <laughs> a good one. This it's is the definition of a stretch. A deep, yeah, it's a deep pull. So yeah, it's I, coming along. I Marshall's Anthem, I've had in a couple decks, and I think I've cut it from a couple decks, too. It just too. gets it's, four plus the two. Yeah, it's, it's always... usually a lot, but in five colors, you're ramping with right. green. Black can help you out. Sure, yeah. No, that's I think it's... Tithe. I think yeah. it's... I think it's You can use all the good. different signets and uh-huh. artifacts, mana rocks, anything you want to put in Yeah, there. and it's 26 cents, so, yeah. yeah. Dirt cheap. Yeah. All of these very, are dirt cheap. Very cheap. Yep. And then the last card I wanted to talk about is Bishop of Rebirth. So it's a 3-4 white vampire cleric for three colorless and two white. It reads Vigilance. Whenever Bishop of Rebirth attacks, you may return target creature card with a converter that <laughs> costs three or Never less from the graveyard to yeah. the battlefield. It's adorable. It's why, like, why it's like this in like in a lot of Edgar Markov it's decks? It's because people are morons. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, it's like a baby sun titan, right? So, yeah. But it's also a vampire. So I, yeah, it's great. Um, and there, I think most of the togs kind of curve out at three, don't they? Like I took a quick look. Um, um, yeah, this one is not in a tog, but yeah. Almost yeah, but I'm all just saying like, all yeah, the most of the togs are, are like yeah, three most or under, of them right? Are yeah. one ones or one twos and then there's a couple three threes in there right um and then you can deal with your changeling support yep. and, and figure that out from there but i thought this card was super under the radar yeah, yeah. No, that is which I, is, i've never seen it well, really? as, a, yeah. as a three four flyer for five with vigilance that's pretty good bringing to start. stuff back right yeah. yeah and then you can bring back stuff every and single time it attacks and it's budget. yeah and yeah. it's budget you so, know yeah. it's not going to get blocked for the most part you can attack people to bring stuff back i have no idea why this it's not great. running more i thought it would be running a lot of markov it's decks, only 25 percent no. of edgar markov decks which is shocking yeah it yeah. should I be mean, considering like Lanawar, yeah considering <laughs> lanamore elves is in like 95 percent of every elf deck <laughs> right that should be in at right least yeah 50 to 60 percent it's kind of, also well, edgar markov over 3,000 decks that's also not surprising i mean you can play that out of the box and win. That's true. Yeah, so, that's true. like, <laughs> so as always, I always like to point out one card that I think would help based on the recommendations Squee gave. Since he didn't really talk about a togs, but a tog a tog likes a togs. Of course, I thought putting an a tog in would be really apropos. So I'd recommend to put in mirror entity. It's oh, only a dollar twenty nine, two colorless white changeling, so it counts as an atog. But I think what would be nice about this is that you could pay X, which could technically be. One, until end of turn, creatures you control have base power and toughness of XX and gain all creature types. Uh-huh. So all the non-Atogs you just talked about, you if you needed to turn them into Atogs, yep. then sacrifice them to Atog. Oh, that's atog. Great. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. great. This, I, I mean, that'd cha- be awesome. That changeling is like, that's like the premiere and like, especially in like allies or these like weird homi- hominids, if yeah. you will. Like, like that's always that's the beautiful. best. Yeah. Because yeah. you can just dump and you can also like, that's like. The most convoluted example, but you could also just dump ten and everything's a ten ten and just swing in. So yeah. yeah. No, that one's that one's really good. That's a great recommendation. Well, there you have it, Ethos. That's a tug tribal. Get Love it. There. <laughs> Build one. Get colorful. Do what you want with it. There are beautiful white cards to bring stuff back from the graveyard as well. If you're running mono white, that may be a new way to go about it. There you Dig go. It. All right, I want to kick it back to the Action Four News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. 
Thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower. You could do this by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, and sharing. Without your support, we would probably still exist, but just be goldfishing our decks by ourselves. <laughs> you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmttower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Combo Number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Deer Squee, and maybe in the future, Big Tuck can finally migrate from using a pager. Oh, no matter how hard man. you try, how you can't download apps to it. I'm sorry. Let me beep you. You can still play Snake, though, so that's all I need. I'm a simple man. You can play Snake on a pager? I don't know. What is I don't know how to pager. Do you have yeah. just like one snake? <laughs> it's just going. No, it's, it's just you. You it's always just, lose. It's just, it just hits the wall. Game over. It's just you. Again. It's just you calling yourself and hitting eight over and over and over again, just so it's one long, one long chain. 90s cell phone yeah. games. From your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.